back, everybody, to This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Perry. With me, as always, it's the Whiskey Mutant. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Looking slick in that brand new Man, hat, bro. Ask Man. me where I got it. Ask me where I got it. Where'd you get it? From you. That's right. I gave it to him. It was a little... I was or, d- making an order anyway, and I figured a friend could use a new hat. You didn't like okay. my other hat? No, I just wanted you to have that one, too. What's wrong with my other one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to get like tore up about it. What's that supposed to mean? I just said it smelled good. <laughs> you think it smells better than I do? <laughs> uh, well, hey, if you're here for the first time, thank you so much for checking out the show. Please uh, be sure to subscribe. And if you are returning, dadgummit, I hope you've been well. Hope so. I hope. I if really not, do. I'm going to be sad. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this I for a full do, hour. I won't and do that for, I won't do that for that um, If you want to support the show too, uh, patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month, for as little as $5 a month. There's so much uh, bonus content. So much mo- content. <laughs> there's so much content that's over there. Um, yeah. It's a good time. I have fun. Eric has fun. And... We spill tea over there that you don't get otherwise. Oh, and Pete Samuels, our resident um, poltergeist. He, won't come, he never comes on camera. That's okay. Can't see me. People aren't ready for his impish charm. Oh, it's something. <laughs> I mean, it's not what you think. Though. I was going to say, whatever you think he looks like, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's something completely different. Yeah. Um, yeah, we ha- we I guess we didn't fully spill tea this week, but well, we kind of well, alluded to it a little well, bit. I don't know if we even want to talk about it that much. Uh, the other night? Yeah. I don't know. We'll just let bygones be bygones, I guess. Yeah. I didn't feel good the next morning. I didn't feel <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel good in the moment. I didn't feel good the next morning. I didn't feel good when I was eating lunch the next day. And you get a text from Barry that says, let's just bottle chug barrel proof. <laughs> and it's like eleven o'clock. I'm like, damn it. I it was You take the risk and you just wake up the next day feeling bad. Yeah. I don't know. That's all right. We love you guys. We do. We we did what we can. Anyway, uh, this week we are going to be taking a little flying blind. Mm. We're going to be talking about barrel finishing. Are we bourbons? Remember we talked. We said last week we we're going to talk about. Oh yeah. What uh, what that's about? Uh, I'm going to tell you what I've been up to this week, specifically uh, about three hours ago. Ooh, <laughs> Two hours ago. He's. He's got something new. I'm fresh and I'm in a little bit of pain. <laughs> Eric was very happy when I surprised him uh, with this new revelation. Yeah. Um, so we have something else in common now. Yeah, man. Uh, we both got vasectomies. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of us are can have children. Loads. <laughs> They're full blown. They're just they're just they're, not they're they're not powered up anymore. Uh, huh? I do. I, I'm, well, you just said. I know. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm just going crazy. Like mine doesn't do anything. I don't yeah. have nothing to worry about. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm painting the garage. <laughs> uh, and then we got a review of the newest <laughs> Parker's Heritage 
it's a 17th edition, I think is what we said. Yep. I'm going to go through uh, some of the releases as well from the Parker's Heritage Collection that I didn't even know existed. I know. Uh, so we'll talk about that in a bit. But first, flying blind. You ready blind for this? Me. Blind me. Give me a glass. And give me that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Is this in a bottle, a full bottle, or a sample? It is in a sample. So I can open my eyes. Well. I will leave them closed. Yeah. I, I love getting blinded. <laughs> I love it when Perry blinds me. I love it when he just blinds me. Gets it all in my eyes. All right. You can open your eyes. Okay. 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 Let's see. Ooh. That that goes that hits my nostrils and just goes right down into my to my belly. Here it goes down into my belly. That mm. oak and what is that? It's almost like it's almost like sherbet. Yes. I get a little bit of like more more like forest greenery as well on it. Yeah, I get a little orange. A little orange, a little yeah. orange sherbet. Mm. Cheers. Cheers. Happy Timbip, everybody. Oh. I was not expecting that based on the nose. Oh, it's good. Now it has turned into French toast. French toast and caramel corn. True. <laughs> this would go with the Twinkies yes. flavored popcorn. Mm. The finish pops up and it's like, yeah, like a, a scoop of vanilla ice cream with uh, caramel on top. Yeah. It feels like Christmas for some reason. You feel that? It feels like a fair to me. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It feels like I've just got like a big old like gimmicky like bucket of like ice cream, like a sundae of some sort, a funnel cake. Yeah. We are in fair season. <sighs> mm. It doesn't taste very high proof either. You would be correct. It's very soft. Mm-hmm. It's just flavor. It's just a full of flavor. There's not much alcohol, not much proof. A good finish. Well, this is straight bourbon whiskey. Okay. 96 proof. Okay. Do not know what the age is on it. Okay. This is from Four Branches. Four Branches. In Tennessee. What is Four Branches? It's a distillery. I don't know that one. I had a friend. A friend of the show, friend of the family, uh, Ben, who lives next to Lucy's dad. And uh, he said, I got this sample that I want you to try. Uh, I think they would be a great uh, interview for the podcast as well. And I was like, well. So did he tell you where it was sourced from? Or oh, it's tell there. Me? It's theirs. It says DSP Kentucky. Oh. That is some phenomenal bourbon. That's great. Yeah. I really, really like that. And it's only 96 proof. Yeah. I don't think it needs to be anything higher. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, that is a crushable 
But I will say for it to be that proof, there's a lot of layers to that. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. funnel cake, it's orange on the nose. That's good. When yeah. is that going to be bottled? I don't know. We're going to have to find out. We're going to have to get them on the show, and we're going to have get to them ask on. them Call them a right lot now. of questions. I cannot do that. Oh. <laughs> you know what I can do, though, mm. is ask you, what have you been drinking recently? Four branches. Well, fair enough. Um, let's see. What have I been drinking? Oh. Jack Daniels Single Barrel Barrel Proof. That is true. <laughs> we both drank some of that. That is true. I've paired that. While you're other. doing this, I'm going to... I'm getting hot. <clears throat> I had, that day, I had made my 69ing for the week, and I would used the Jack Daniels to pair Cinnamon Toast Crunch cookies. Um, so I had that. <clears throat> then me and Perry had some more. Later, that night. Later that night. Because um, we were commiserating together. Yeah, there's this whole thing. Like It's probably more of an in-person conversation if you're ever around. Um, but... We went out for Addison's fifteenth uh, birthday. Yeah, man. And she wanted to go up to Malone's. I know I can't either. Went up to Malone's, and I was at that time I was in a very wilderness trail mood. So I had had an old fashioned, and before food got there, I was like, "Let me get a pour of." I don't even know. I don't know what, like which mash bill it was. What the proof? I just said, "Give me a pour of your the BHG Select Wilderness Trail." Yeah, brought it out and it tasted like a uh, oatmeal cream pie. Nice, it was so good. Oh yeah, you said that on your Instagram story uh-huh. too, didn't you? I was you? like, this is oatmeal cream pie. It's awesome in man. a glass. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's probably. I haven't had too much more. Um. I probably had a little bit more around when I was talking to Perry, but um. Yeah, those are the two significant things I've yeah. had. Uh, I got one that I've been drinking recently that I wanted to actually share with you. Oh hell. Four um, branches. Other than four branches. Oh, okay. Um we we don't I mean you can sip on that, put it to the side if you want, or whatever. It's six proof. But it gone. <laughs> you make a very fair point. <laughs> That's why that thing is crushable. Mm-hmm. Um what do you got? I got Mm. This is E.H. Taylor single barrel. I saw that the other day. That's in your trunk. A, that I showed to you, and um, I I think I cracked it that night. Yeah, it was either that night or the night after, just because it had been staring at me. Yeah, and I have never owned a bottle of this that I have been able to open. I've all like there was that one pick that I found. I don't remember if I talked about this. I think I did talk about this on the podcast. There was the one pick that I found that I wound up having to sell because I, need, I needed the money. Yeah. Um, and then there was another one that I was just kind of a liaison for, mm-hmm. like just kind of passing off to somebody else. Um, but yeah, this is my very first, and it's not a pick. It's just the single barrel. This is my very first bottle of E.H. Taylor single barrel. And... Do you know if this is like a recent one? Or I don't know anything about it, honestly. Uh, and while we're pouring this and, and talking about it, um, before I get into more of what I've been drinking recently, uh, I did a big thing today. Did. <laughs> um, I did. I think I might have talked about it on the podcast before, but for Lucy's 30th birthday back in uh, January, she was like, I, I'm going to get my first tattoo. 
I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll do that for my 30th as well. Because it was it was never a question of if. Like once we got on our own and you know Just had our own out. money, it was it was more of a question of when. And I was right. like, well, I think 30 is like a good it's a good time to to do that. You know, and I'm not bemoaning anybody who did it before 30. I don't care. That's just that we 19. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I don't care. It's not my grand grand. Look what I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before I came and recorded, I got look at that forearm, baby. My first my first tattoo. Um it hurts like a son of a gun. <laughs> Still, I was really not prepared for the very like specific pain. It's different that it is. It's different. Um, and I was talking with the guy who who did it, and he was like, "Yeah, it feels like you get scratched by a cat." And I was like, "Yeah, it does have that lingering, very tiny." It's a burning sting. Yeah, it is a constant burn. Uh-huh. Um, and it, it's, I'm really, really happy with it. And I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Too, I don't. I don't even. You know what it is. Uh-huh. Um. So I, I don't. There's not really a good way for me to show this on camera, and I apologize. Um. But if you're watching the video version, uh, and audio listeners love you to death, put um, a picture up on there for. Yeah, me. I'll do. I'll do that too. Um. The top line uh, is Lucy's name in Elvish mm-hmm. script from Lord of the Rings, and the bottom one is Eden's name in Elvish script. Um. And I was trying to decide like how I wanted to go about doing this. I took. They spelled her name wrong. <laughs> wouldn't that be I'm something? Um, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta so, tell you something. So I took Eden's first and I knew I wanted to do Eden's first and middle name mm-hmm. uh, in the script, and I wanted to have Lucy's name too, but I couldn't decide between Lucy's maiden middle name. Or the middle name that she has now, which is her old last name. Right. And so I went with her old last name. Because, yeah. I mean, that's her name now. Yeah. You know? Uh, and I just think, I, I I think it truly got down to what looked better as well. Um, and It looks cool. Yeah. It, I, I, I think it, it looks... It really well. I think it looks really, really good. I mean, I, I took the time to... I mean, being a graphic designer, I was like... I don't want to just throw anything yeah. <laughs> on my body. So I like took the time in Illustrator and like lined it up and made sure that it was perfectly evenly spaced and, and everything. They did a and good job too because sometimes it's it's really sometimes accurate. The, yeah. Sometimes the like script and like really like tight like lettering and stuff is harder to harder to do than like an actual it looks good. Yeah. It's crisp. Yeah. Very crisp. Yeah. So like um it. so Black Rose Tattoo uh in downtown Lexington, they're across the street from Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> the original Goodfellas the original, location. Not the one that we go to now, um, the OG. Yeah, the one that you would go to at night when you've been out in downtown Lexington with when your you're friends. Feeling and, real bad. And you really need something to make sure you're not gonna feel terrible you the can't next make morning. It I <laughs> <laughs> is Tolly Ho closed? Uh-uh. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure somebody I saw them open the other day. Okay, because every time I've driven by them recently, they have weird hours though. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they do cater to college students who are up way too late or up way too early, and adults <laughs> who decide one night they're just going to go out, and it's they realize they've been out too long and they need food. 
hands down one of the best and not like, shift nurses on since there we go uh doordash and stuff started there we go people would yeah. blow them up at night at the hospital um but early early tips and bits maybe we've talked about them before too uh if you're in lexington oh yeah we talked about them when we were talking about the uh wrestling announcers yeah, because I went out with yeah. wrestlers there, and that was like the only thing open after yeah. our WWE event. Yeah, yeah. And they were like sending one person in to check out the crowd and being like, they had like codes. They were like, is there people wearing wrestling shirts in there? Are we cool to go in and stuff like that? <laughs> it was interesting to watch. Um, But it it's just like a greasy spoon mm-hmm. in... Uh, just on the outskirts of like downtown, whole burger baby. Uh, you have not lived until you've had Ugh. a whole burger, Ugh. double with cheese, mm, bacon mm, 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 mm. is absolute money. That's so good. I think Tally Ho was the first first place I ever got a BLT from, like at a at a restaurant. <laughs> as soon as you said B, I was like, "What?" I thought you were going. to... That's the first place I ever got a B. <laughs> One of those jobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. Anyway, that's so, a really good. Uh, it's really, yeah. really good. I haven't had. I've actually got two over there. Um, Swan, uh, I got one from Swan mm-hmm. that you have actually had because you all, and then I had one of my own. So, and I haven't opened them in a while. So, that's good. That's just classic Buffalo Trace to me. I think it's got to be like 10 years old it's got the uh yeah it's like the older cherry cola yeah it's got that that cherry cola that i just love it's 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 like an elevated eagle rare mm-hmm. pick and it's you know it's 100 proof so it's 10 proof points higher than eagle rare is you think that but uh harlan is the one that picks these or is there somebody else you think he's like, hey, Freddie, will you go pick the E.H. Taylor single barrel for this I, run? I think I think it's got to be somebody else. Yeah. I mean, the, the way that Harlan is described, and I've never had the good fortune of actually like meeting Has him. Has he ever smiled? I don't know. <laughs> I don't feel like I've ever seen him smile on like, interviews. I truly, don't, like, I truly don't know. We went to that, uh, me and April... Went to uh, one of the like six million barrels. What you know those events where they are like pouring like the oh yeah barrel. Like yeah, I yeah. got uh I put in for one and it was couple, it was the one before COVID because um, mm. we were in the apartment okay. before we and we went there and it was fun. I I enjoyed it. There's food and all this stuff, but like everybody's having a a time and we were sitting there and he was like actually sitting beside us over there. I don't think I ever saw him smile one time. <laughs> well, if I don't, I don't know if it's still on their website, on their YouTube or whatever, how you would find it. But when Buffalo Trace did the, um, the like live stream and in person event earlier this year, the one you were at, the one that I was yeah. at, um, I smiled <laughs> and I had a great time because I was sitting in the camera the whole time. It, I was right? in camera. <laughs> I remember that <laughs> in the wide shot. And there's, there's, a part of it that's pretty early on. And like we were getting, I was sitting with Chad and Sarah and we were getting texts that were like, is that Perry? <laughs> and there were early on in the, in the stream, like I had known that the camera was on me. Look at that. I t- Ooh, that that's nice. 
that's really nice. Anyway, I just like casually just turned around and went, huh? <laughs> Everybody's watching there, all the whole whiskey community. Does that Perry? Is that Perry? <laughs> but I think I did turn around at one point and just go, <laughs> just like smiled at the. I don't remember, but it was a good time. I am. I hope that I can. We can do that again sometime eventually. Didn't they just have one. Uh, not yet. No. That's so they're they're not doing an in person one this time around. They're pre taping it, <laughs> and then uh, like the day after it it happens, uh, they're posting the video, and that's yeah. when everybody's going to find out whether or not uh, they won. We are in the drawing this time for it. If we won. There's only a select few that they're offering right now. I know, but which one? If you got to choose I mean, between ideally, them all. Ideally, I would want to do a 1792 foolproof. Because mm. that's like the big dog that they're offering in this the drawing. But they're also offering regular Buffalo Trace, Weller foolproof, and... No stack. I th- I, no, no. I think it's I think it's Blanton's. That's the one. No, please. Do you really want to do a yes. Blanton's pick? Okay, fine. I if it listen. would make you happy to do a Blanton's pick and just go go full tater mode. No, listen. I am going. I am trying to get Blanton's detatered. I want Blanton's to be cool. When I post videos or stories or something, and I put Blant me with Blanton's and all that. That's a hundred percent me. I want. I told you like a couple weeks ago. I was like, "What if I just started? Just my collection was just blends. I, I'm for real. If if they if they sent I mean, me, it gives if they you sent, enough variety. If they sent me the thing and was like, "What do you want? I'm picking blends. So I'm just heads up. If okay. somehow well, here's, I got okay, 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 asked, okay, 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 you're okay, busy. Okay. You're at work. They're like, do this. You're like, please, Eric, please. Seventeen ninety Oh, uh, you hit the Blanton's button, and you shouldn't have did that. <laughs> it's like Weller foolproof. All this, they're like Blanton's. We no, picked it, the best goddamn Blanton's you've ever had. <laughs> so it, it's broken up into two drawings. Okay. The first drawing is the seventeen ninety two foolproof, right? And the second one is all three of those other <laughs> products. How is what? So, in. In my estimation, you're hoping and crossing your fingers that during the whole drawing of the first round, it, it, our number doesn't get called. They're like last pick, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> but if uh, if if we somehow are lucky enough in the second round to get picked, um, we will do a Blanton's pick. You heard it here, Blanton's baby, Pinky, Pinky promise. <laughs> I haven't done a pinky promise since I was like If this happens, this 15. will be the most amazing thing <laughs> ever. Our, I mean, could you imagine our logo on a Blanton's pick? Oh, that'd be so good. Just the microphone? That'd be so good. I actually kind of want this to happen now. <laughs> the classiest Blanton's pick of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, back to what we've been drinking recently. <laughs> we've done a whole a, lap around the a mile, run, yeah, five k. Um, th- I mean, this Taylor has really been the main thing. That's good. Um, 
I'm so impressed with it. Uh, I, I can't wait to get into our review um, as well. And, and also, thank you, everybody, who has uh, been extremely positive and uh, warm towards last week's episode, the uh, review for the 135th anniversary, Four Roses. I, I, that was so fun. It was a, it was one of my favorite episodes that we have ever done. Yeah, if you haven't listened to that, you need to go back or watch it, listen to it, whatever. Yeah, please. Um, and I said this on my Instagram live last night. I always have a little bit of anxiety when we do reviews um, of products that are sent to us by distilleries. Yeah especially when our review is so overwhelmingly positive that it sounds like we got paid to do it. The fact of the matter is we did not No, We have been consistently very honest on the, on the show when we do reviews, regardless of whether we have bought them or they have been sent to us right. by distilleries. I, For better or worse, I think that most of the people that listen know that that we are honest. Yeah, like we we've said some pretty bad things about. Oh, stuff. and and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying this out of like a response to anything that anybody has said. <laughs> this is my own anxiety. Oh yeah, like I I just felt it this week, like leading up to posting it, and the thing that I said on my live was. I always have anxiety over episodes, especially ones like this, until we record the next one. Yeah. And then it's like the last one just didn't even happen. Right, right, right. And I I made a very specific example of being really anxious about a particular review that we put out and at times questioning whether or not I even wanted to put out the review because of how negative we were towards it. <laughs> And I still kind of feel bad about it, but at the end of the day, we pride ourselves on our honesty with products that we do or do not like. Yeah. That is just how it goes. Yeah. And, you know, for every Four Roses 135th anniversary that we review and love, there's like three hidden barns. So. <laughs> well, that's the truth. Sawi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I it don't is. know. I don't know what else to say. It and it's it's not. It's I'm I'm only saying this because I felt anxious about it this week. <laughs> like literally not because nobody said a thing. You guys are the best. Like genuinely, you don't question us uh, that you might other podcasts, and I I really really do appreciate that, and it means a lot to me. Um, but we uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean. It, it doesn't come lightly that we say this is a perfect score or a 20 out of 20. Mm. It's a very measured approach mm. to the the whole of it. Anyway. Anyway. Um, that's about it. I, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about this topic that... I'll pour this up. Let we, it sit for a second while we do. Okay. We I think that sounds good. Um, I, I brought up this topic last week because we were talking about the Driftless Glen... Vanilla extract barrel finished bourbon. Bourbon? Bourbon or rye? I can't remember. Anyway, they had a new product out. Let me drink this water real quick. I was a kind of excited about it. But I, well, don't, I don't get excited about finishes anymore. And, the thing. and Bill 
Robarge, who um, left us the uh, barrel ring about it. Uh, we don't have a barrel ring this week, but okay. next week maybe. Thank you. Um, said he was a little apprehensive about it, and I, I kind of understand that. It's weird. Uh, but we'll get into why it might not have been the weirdest, the most off-the-wall thing that could have happened with a single-barrel finish in, in just a moment. But the question that I posited last week that I wanted us to kind of mull over, um, I don't know how much mulling you did over this question. A little bit. Okay. Has barrel finishing gone too far in the year of our Lord 2023 as of September the 8th? So I thought about it in two ways. Okay. And both were both are yes. Well, there you go. Um <laughs> I thought about it in <laughs> case closed. Has it gone too far as far as what are we doing? Like you look at good times and you know, or even like even like the Driftless Glen, like finishing vanilla extract barrels and finished in, you know, grape cigarello barrels or what you like I think there's enough. I think there's enough people that have finished stuff in things crazy to say that's too far. Well, let me, in defense of Driftless Glen, and this was not something that I knew, but was shared in our Discord today. They were not the first ones to do that. Okay. Bell Mead was. Okay. Either way. <laughs> Either way. Either way, you don't like it. Yes. <laughs> either way, either way, it has gone too far. Like it's to a point where we're finishing things and blah blah blah. Like yes, as far as the finish goes, yes, I think we've hit a point where people are. It's gone too far. And then I look at it in a way of how many different brands are finishing now, and it's like that's a ton of products coming out. And I say yes. There are so many finished products now that I feel like I want. I kind of want it to stop, and I'm even saying like French oak and stuff like that. Whoa, yeah, because it's getting to the point where when somebody puts out a release or like a uh, even a smaller brand or something, and you're and it's like finished in this, finished in that, all this, and it's like, can you just? I mean, we we have group chats now where we see. This, look at this bourbon. It sounds great. Oh, it's going into a whatever barrel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, I, I feel like there's everything is like just finished in something else. And it's like, it's not special anymore because everybody does it. Everybody's doing the same finishing and all that. And it's just like, come on. Like, I'm tired. Like, there's I have I have a ton of finished products. I can't say that I hate them. I got maple finished. I got honey finished. I've got whatever finished. I got one that's like peach like gummy bears. Or I something. really thought you were gonna say Pete Samuels finished. Pete Samuels finished. Um how do you get that white maker's mark wax? Well, you don't want to know. Um, but it's like now like those bottles aren't even unique anymore because Everybody has a honey finished. Everybody has a maple finished. Everybody has a chocolate, you know, a f cigar batch, whatever. Like, it is. It, it's just, it's too much. 
What if all the people that did all the finishes just stopped? And then they were like, and then a, two years later, they were like, oh, we brought out a maple. Wouldn't that seem more special? No, I, I don't disagree with that. I, I am more of the persuasion that it hasn't gone too far. And, and the reason for me is that I still feel like. And maybe I'm maybe I'm shooting myself in the foot with this comment because of something like I'm sorry I don't mean to keep picking on them good times where they just keep doing like weirder and weirder and weirder things I feel like that there's there's still some more things to be discovered you know yeah to to me it's it's pushing the limits of artistic expression in a way i know that sounds really weird here's my defense for it though (laughs) i'm going to shoot myself in my actual foot (laughs) that's a mr beast video (laughs) i'm gonna shoot myself in both feet as many times as i can twenty thousand dollars if he would shoot himself in the foot and then we'd match it if he did his other foot (laughs) that's exactly what that video would be (laughs) i thought nom brother (laughs) (laughs) who needs feet they make wheelchairs and then i gave him a wheelchair And two new feet and another $40,000. And this surgeon was blonde and I gave him sight so he could put the feet on. I'm Mr. Beast. We've been on a raft for 60 days. I'm filming this video from a different video. This is a very niche joke that you and I have. I love it. But it's so funny to me. I found 20,000 rats, and I asked each of them if they would date Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) And the last ones to survive after the date wins $1 million. (laughs) Millionaire per rat. (laughs) And then we put him on the world's biggest yacht. And he fought for his life. In a freaking squid game event. I put 100 people in a room filled with bees. Like, not a little bit of bees, a lot of bees. The most bees you can imagine. bees per person. (laughs) Whoever doesn't die from anaphylactic shock, because it's going to happen eventually, wins all of the money. And I gave all those bees money. (laughs) (laughs) And then they say, bees die when they sting somebody, but I... (laughs) I developed a cure to bring bees back from the dead after they sting somebody. Sorry, what were we talking about? Um, you, I shot your, I shot you in the foot. No, that was, and then we. Oh, the the good times. So in in defense of what I was saying, yes, I think that the only way that we can truly learn if we have gone too far is to push it actually go too is to push it to the limit what's the limit for you i don't know what you see something pop up human feces (laughs) okay you see it (laughs) finished in a porta potty um no like think of something think of okay we've got we've got other spirits we've got food we've trash can blending uh, that's already happened um (laughs) and maybe still happening probably still going on 
But food, spirits, cigars, whatever. You see something pop up that says that we finished it in this. What is the thing that you go, you just sit back and go, we've gone too far? Like, honestly. I mean, truthfully, it's probably like it's just a barrel of poop. <laughs> <laughs> a barrel oh, that so once had everything poop. up to poop is good. I don't know. No, not necessarily. But I think that that's like the first fish. Like, what if they went? Like, I don't know. I don't see. Like, there's what if the, like, what if Heaven Hill was like we're going to take it back to pre prohibition or whatever when they would take the fish out of the barrel and they would use the barrel. Okay, but you have to think about too. Bourbon exists now because that happened at one point. Jeffersons did that probably didn't. They? Sure, but I'm just saying like. It didn't, nobody, okay, there were people who didn't like it, but the point stands That's that. That's why we have the bottle and bond. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> <laughs> We've made a full circle. <laughs> we closed the loop, everybody. I'm just saying that, like, there wasn't the quality control yeah, back I then that. that there is now. So the journey from, like, we have this idea, how are we going to implement this idea, and improve the idea eventually has gotten us to this point. So at some point in time, the worst version of this did exist. Yeah. And that version is caused uh, it's them the, to change things. Exactly. So we need something needs to happen in whiskey now that something gets finished to where we change the law. I don't I mean maybe. <laughs> maybe. It's going to be poop. Maybe. I like honestly like I don't I'm and I'm I'm not trying to be like we need more laws around what we enjoy because I don't think that's entirely true. But I do think that, like, the only way we're going to truly know if we have gone too far is when unanimously we say, we, We've gone too far. I can't do this anymore. And it. we scale things back. And, and it, uh, like, the defense that I was going to, to use, I was an art student. I'm sorry. This is what I, I build a lot of my arguments this on. This art. The, it's it's all <clears throat> very <clears throat> subjective. Oh god. <laughs> it, I'm sorry. But but you you almost don't know what you dislike until you see, experience, taste, hear it. Yeah. Whatever. And a good example of that to me is a musical artist named um John Cage. He put out a piece called Four Minutes and 33 Seconds. Oh, Lord. Okay? Okay. There is actual... You know, your oh, light died. Oh, not that. <laughs> no more. Just like my, my brain. There is actual sheet music for this piece. Okay? He was considered avant-garde. He was considered postmodern. He just had crazy ideas about what he, he did for art. Okay. This whole song... Four minutes and 33 seconds. The way that it is written is that somebody sits down at a piano, opens their sheet music, and then for four minutes and 33 seconds, they do nothing. And the whole thing about it is that the performance is based around... Anxiety. The, no. Oh. <laughs> Maybe the atmosphere of the room at the time. Hmm. People shifting in their seats, coughing, yeah. whispering to each other, the AC turning on and crack cracking, the, the building settling in a way that it, it's all supposed to be a form of like 
human experience. Okay. Right? But that was like a wall for some people where it was like, well, this isn't music. This doesn't make any sense to me. And like, I get that. Yeah. But I also, my brain is wired the right way to go, oh, but <laughs> there's, there's something really cool about that. You would that, think that. I know I would. <laughs> After making me watch freaking that pig documentary. <laughs> yeah. I, I There's j- something in here. But, I mean, that that's just how, how I think is, like, even if the the response from it, and, and maybe this is a product of the way that I was raised, too. I don't know if I fully believe this anymore, but, you know, the idea growing up in the church was... Everything happens for a reason. It's all part of God's plan, right? God's plan. God <laughs> I knew did. I knew you were gonna yeah. anyway. Um and so like I to to me, I, it's like you can't know what the limits are until the limits have been met or exceeded. This this has turned into the most opposite of in my head now. <laughs> Because normally people would be like, oh, Whiskey Mutant probably, he wants to see stuff finished in freaking like double dare snot. And I'm like, and you would be like, Nickelodeon slime. Yeah. And you would be like, no, we need to like settle down. But now it's opposite because I'm like, I'm tired of finishing. You're like, we need to get to poop. I don't, <laughs> you're misquoting me, but, <laughs> but like the idea of that is still kind of true. Like, I, I'm just curious. It, and 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 here's the other half of this too for me. I know and appreciate and love and respect and celebrate the fact that bourbon is so rooted in tradition. Yeah. I get that. I I have it's what made me fall truly in love with it in the first place. Yeah. We're at a point in time where that experimentation that we're seeing I think it's okay. I mean, I, I don't want to buy anything from good times, but I don't have any problem with the fact that it's happening. It doesn't feel like a black eye to me yeah. in the way that I think that it's being perceived by a lot of people. I'm and 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 the other half of this too, that ne- there are now three halves. <laughs> the other part of this too is that I don't think we can truly have a fully formed opinion on whether or not good times is doing right or wrong until we have tried a lot of what they have put out. And I mean that sincerely. Like if we, if we have their banana, we're going to start sourcing samples of good times and do it. I kind of want to send them. I think if we, I think them, we need to, and I'm not trying to do a whole episode. on This was time. not a setup for like fishing for samples, but I mean, did I just make a bubble? Did you see that? Hmm. I think I spoke the right way and I had enough spit and it made a little bubble. It's a sign. Bubble finished. Good times. <laughs> I'm just no, saying, like, I, I just want to know. Let's do it. I if, if I'll start looking. I'll start asking myself. Sure. sure. Send them. Please. Uh, it, how, I, many, I, how, many, how many different finishes would you try on one episode? What would be a good number? Well, considering that we went through 10 different recipes. Oh, my God. Last, but I mean, what if it's just like, I mean, we poured quarter ounce samples for ourselves. Imagine our, how fucked up our palate would well, be. Well, then we don't do a review for that episode. No, I'm just saying like after we've had like watermelon finished and like banana foster finished. Yeah, and like, I understand. 
I just think it'll reset eventually. People have had COVID and come back from it. That's true. <laughs> Look at Swan. COVID finished. Oh. <laughs> I, I just... I Let's do it. Okay. So send us an email. This is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. Uh, or message us samples. on social media. And uh, we... I, I mean, genuine. This is not us trying to like set ourselves up for well, I had no idea uh, that he was going to start talking about this. Well, I, I didn't know I was either. I it just kind of happened. Liked good times so much. I don't I've never had good times. <laughs> you think you have it. How about we do a review? Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, this was not finished. This is an unfinished product. Yes. Uh this was sent to us again free of charge. You getting a little nervous friends. right now? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, at Heaven Hill, this is the Parker's Heritage Collection, 17th edition, cask strength, Kentucky straight rye whiskey, 10 years old, 128.8 proof. I have this, not heard anything about this yet. I have heard mixed to positive things about okay. this. Okay. So uh, there's a couple things I want to do here. First of all, I want to say this has a lot to, to live up to. Especially for me, after last year's Parker's Heritage Collection, mm -hmm. um, which took my number one product of the yep. year, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not. I'm trying to go into this with as little preconceived notions as I can. Okay. But last year was really spectacular. It was. So we'll find that out. The other thing I wanted to do in our discussing what came before this release we started going down the rabbit hole of all the other releases of parker's heritage uh going back to 2007 with the first edition and i just kind of wanted to run through some of these i figured if we didn't know about this other people probably haven't learned about probably it as not, well but there are people oh, yeah. you kidding me sorry i'm sorry you kidding me it, every episode is somebody's first episode you kidding me so the very first edition of Parker's Heritage in 2007 was a cast strength bourbon. Five don't different know, proofs. Five different proofs. Don't know if they were single barrels. Don't know if they were batches. Um, don't even know if they were rye bourbons. They could have been weeded. I'll call the gift shop and ask. They probably Yeah, know. give them a holler. All right. I'm sure they would love to hear from you about <laughs> that. And, and don't even know the age on these truly either. Ramping up to... 2008 with the second edition, a 27-year-old, 96-proof Kentucky straight bourbon 27 whiskey. 27-year-old. I have to imagine, at, at in 2008, this was like a $75 bottle $40. of bourbon. $40. Probably was not a whole lot. I mean, now, you know, it's like $200 or whatever for these bottles. But uh, 2009, the third edition was called Golden Anniversary. It was another bourbon, uh, 100 proof. Fourth edition was a weeded bourbon. There were two proofs, so it could have been a couple different batches or whatever. Um, you brought this up, too. Crazy in 2011 uh, with the fifth edition. It was a cognac finish. I mean, they've been doing this since 2011. Well, 2000, 2007. It says 2011. The first one was 2007. No, finishing. We were just talking oh, about Oh, sorry. Finishing. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Um, sixth edition blend of mash bills. Look at the proofs on those blends. Yeah. One of them is almost hazmat. <laughs> 139.4. Yeah. 
I didn't even truly take a good look at, but 129.6 yeah. on the first edition. Um, that in 2012 would have put hair on people's chests. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Uh, 2013, the seventh edition, Promise of Hope. I think that was the year that Parker passed away. I've and, just heard legendary, <clears throat> that that's legendary yeah. status on that one. Um, This is another 96 proofer. Yeah, that one was 96. So I wonder if that had some kind of significance for, for Parker. Maybe. Uh, eighth edition, original batch wheat whiskey. Uh, three different proofs. 2015, malt whiskey. 2016, 24-year-old bottled and bond Jeez. bourbon. Uh, I wish I had been doing the podcast in 2016. <laughs> Could have gotten a sample of that. Uh, 2017, 11-year-old single barrel That's Kentucky crazy. straight bourbon whiskey. Uh, 12th edition in 2018, as a lot of people know, Orange Curacao finished uh, bourbon, 110 proof. But that's an interesting one. <laughs> I like it. I, I didn't dislike it. When I don't I think I've it. ever had it. I had it at a bar once. It was good. Yeah. I, was, I was impressed with it. Uh, 2019, Heavy Char Rye Whiskey, which I loved. Uh, 2020, the 14th edition, mm-hmm. Heavy Char One Bourbon, my which I have a bottle. I actually have sitting on the floor over mm-hmm. there, and I think we're going to have a little bit of. Yep. Uh, 2021, 15th edition was the Heavy Char Wheat Whiskey, and that brings us up to date last year with the double-barreled blend of bourbon, 132.2 proof. My number two. And my number one. Yep. <laughs> For 2022. Uh, and so here we are with the Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey 10-year-old cast strength rye. 128.8 yeah. proof. Um, I think this is supposed to be about $150. However, I want to confirm that. They had a um, a dinner or, you, or a breakfast. Where you could like sign up for Oh that. look, it's eight hundred dollars at thebarreltap.com. One fifty. Probably be one fifty. Let's say one fifty to Yeah, uh, we'll we'll say we'll say it was one fifty. I'm I'm comfortable with that. I apologize I left the uh the fact sheet. Actually it might be in that box over there. Hold on. <laughs> there it is. He found it. <laughs> the first number I saw was $1.2 million. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, $185. 80. $185, okay. Okay. All right. I mean, at $150, if, you know, what's $35 more? Half a tank of gas. That's true. Especially <laughs> if you're going to Heaven Hill to get it. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? All right. I say we get into it. All right. Hmm. Smells like a raw whiskey. Smells like Rick House whiskey. Like when you're in a Rick House and the angels share. And the angels share. Just floating all around you. There's two places that the angels are, brick houses and in the outfield. Um, I can think of a couple more. <laughs> Harlem, Montgomery. That smells good. Yeah, it, it, it really does have a lot of the oaky characteristics of walking around a brick house and 
bourbon being lifted up to the it heavens. It definitely smells older than 10 years. Is that how? Yeah, 10 years. Um, it smells way older. It, it, it's got rye. It definitely smells like a rye. It smells like an older rye. But there is like a, a dark chocolatey note on the on there that you pull out. But there's not, you know, there's not too much complexity going on. You can tell it's old. Like you said. Yeah. It smells like a rickhouse. Yeah. All right. Time to find out. Do we have whiskey of the year in our glasses? Pretty good. It's pretty dang good. It's pretty good. What am I missing though? Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't straight knock me back in my chair when I, and go. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's solid. There's nothing wrong with it. It. It tastes like a really good rye whiskey. This is one of those that is good. But if this was in a different package, if this was like a cheaper something, I would probably... This is a $100 bottle. Yeah, like this is not... Over the past two Parkers that we've had, uh, or the past three, I don't... What did we say about the wheat? Do you remember? I do not remember. I actually don't know if we technically reviewed it. Well, looking, were you on the show at that point? I don't know. How long you been on? Two years. Yeah, well, you would have three. You started in twenty one. So it would have been. It would have been that one. I just don't remember it. if we we got it. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing it when I was packing up my collection. <laughs> I just don't remember if we. I don't remember. Reviewed it. Just comparing it to last year and comparing it to what I have. Are you okay with us doing a little? Yeah. Um, seed be seed? I mean, this is a 10-year bourbon. This is 10-year bourbon heavy char. I know they had a heavy char rye. Which I loved. That rye was so good. Um, I don't know. Like, like I feel like this is a solid... There's nothing wrong with this... But it's it's not that that le that once a year release factor. Yeah, if that makes sense. If I remember correctly, this was an excellent. Oh man, bottle I've as put well. a I put a hit on this, dude. Thing. I think that's about how my bottle of the double barrel blend. Yeah, is right now too. Oh my! I mean, now the it's night and day. There's just there's something on that that when you smell it, you're like, this is special. It's like cinnamon rolls. It's like old Rick House and cinnamon rolls. You know what I would like to do at some point is take the time to really nail down what the dusty note is. Mm-hmm. Because we always say, oh, it's like musty and it's got a little funky thing going on. But like, what exactly is that? I don't know. But it does have a like dusty barrel 
kind of quality to it. This is the bourbon, by the way, the 10-year heavy char. Mm. Now that makes you sit back and just go, uh, <sighs> yeah. Oh, that feels special. Yeah. Oh, there is a finish on that mm. thing like nobody's business. Like, and it reminds me of that one we had last year too. Ooh, yeah. This feels the the bourbon feels like the the first attempt <laughs> at the the double barrel blend. Uh-huh. Not out of any like particular reason. Yeah, it just feels uh, like this is that that's amazing. It's in the same like caliber. I and think. then the next level up is that. The one, the purple one, you got. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like this is a great rye whiskey, the one we're reviewing, the new one. But it's not got that special factor. It just doesn't have that. I mean, this is, like you said, it's solid. This is, I'd pay $100 for this. But we are in LE season, and we have to, and like. And also, the, the, okay. I'm going to backtrack on a couple of these comments, especially based on the price, because we gave the double barrel blend price last year, which I think was like 175 a pass. Yes, because of how good it was, but also because these bottles, the, the profits do go towards ALS research. True. So, I mean, you're basically buying like, it's not exactly this, but it's like a tax write-off. <laughs> you're doing something good. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, it, you, you've got to approach it from a standpoint of, I may be paying a little bit more than I'm comfortable with, but there's good things happening with this bottle as well. It, it, it's yeah, not, it's I'll not just. That. I'll take that into consideration. But I think. But I refuse to give it. <laughs> but. As far as like a once a year LE, like a big bottle that people look for, I don't think it has that it factor when I drink it. Yeah. Like I could see this being like, I don't even know what, like a, if they put out like, let's, we're going to put out a barrel proof Elijah Craig single barrel rye. Yeah. No, I completely, I completely agree. We're going to charge a hundred dollars for it. I'd be like, that's, that's where this, that's what this tastes like to me. You know, what's crazy. Heaven Hill, I'm sorry. What the heck happened with the Bernheim wheat whiskey? <laughs> Barrel proof? One batch and then it's done? Hmm. It was good. They did it in the uh, do your own thing as well. Now that was like a single barrel. Yeah, I know. I'm saying like that's the only thing I've else I've heard from the barrel proof. Yeah, but I'm just saying like I thought it was supposed to be a like a B multiple a, batches yeah, per yeah. year kind of deal. And we haven't gotten that. Hmm. So hmm. Hmm. what do you think, Garp? He's happy about it. <laughs> oh man. We'll talk we'll talk about one piece again in a little bit. Oh yeah. I, I think because you finished it. Yeah. I gotta yeah. resume my thing. But anyway. Good. Um, but not great. Yeah. I, I I hate to align myself with the reviews that I've kind of glanced at prior to this. 
I do think this is a step down from last year. I hate to compare it to that because last year is like S tier level mm-hmm. bourbon for me. But I think that Ravenel can do better. You just got to like, this is going to get a good score. Oh no. I th- uh, Yeah. But the, 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 yeah. In the, in the tis the season of special releases, this this is not this is not living up to that to me for me i would drink this all day but i would it's crushable yeah it's just not got that thing that's like where's where's that it factor on it yeah i agree i agree all right nose palette finish and price Categories out of five. Final scores out of 20. Um, uh, 3.5. That's where I was leaning. It's good. It's got a good nose. Yeah. It's just not a special nose. It doesn't hit that four and above mark. Like, this is going to smell better than most of your, like, run-of-the-mill rye whiskeys or single-barrel whiskeys and stuff like that. But it's not got that Parker's, like... You know, this is a special release. Yeah, you know what though? I going back to the palette, I really do enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I it 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 does light me up in a way that I I it like activates the you know dopamine <laughs> receptors in my brain or whatever. I I I I like the way this tastes. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly, like if you break it down, I like the way this tastes. Um I am going to give it a four. I'm 3.5 again. It's good. Yeah. It's, you know, I always say like 2.53 is kind of down the line. This is a little better than most, but like it's, it, there's just not anything that's elevating it to that high, high mark. Yeah. I think the finish is the low point. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a little short. It doesn't really pull me back in for another drink um i mean I, i'm still kind of spending time with it dissecting what's going on there's a little bit of oak there's a little bit of pine too and i'm actually getting a fair bit of like orange zest citrus yeah. on the on the finish as well um that all being said i i, I think it just needs a little bit more oomph yeah. to it uh three uh, to I, me, that's right down the middle. You know, even though two point five would be right down the middle. I was technically, to but... say I'm I'm teetering two point five and three. Um, I'm going to say a three because it's there, but I don't get much added on to the palette and everything from the finish. Like I can feel the finish. I mean, it is one hundred twenty eight point eight. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. Um, but I'm not getting those extra notes. Like sometimes, like like last review i felt like i got a ton of extra stuff on the finish yeah um so yeah like it's got a finish maybe just not a complex finish yeah price at 185 dollars i mean i still am not so opposed to that based on the purpose behind this bottle yeah and i mean this is still a good rye whiskey it's not it's not bad 
If if I'm looking at it like a ten year product from Heaven Hill that's special, say we we take the old fits stuff, I'm I'm definitely paying a hundred dollars for this. I mean, this is definitely better than the the old fits that we just tried. Yeah, and if I know that it, you know, I don't know how much of that goes to the charity. Um, I I, I would say this is a four on the price. I'm okay with adding a little bit to help the cause, and I'm yeah. okay with paying $100 for this. So I would say a four. I'd say the price is probably one of the best things about it, just because <laughs> it's still around probably that $100 range, and then you're adding to the benefit and everything. Yeah. So I gave it a 14. I, I don't have any problem with giving it a four either. Uh, I'll I'll stick with that. Uh, my final score was... 14.5. I think you were, yeah, I was yeah. going to say you're a little bit above me. Yeah, I I, I think that we <laughs> spoke a little bit more negatively about this than actually our scores would well, <laughs> reflect. But, yeah. I mean, this is a good whiskey. It's a good rye whiskey. I just am missing the, like, special quality that we would have felt with something like last year's release. Right. That's, that's all that's that it is. That's what I was saying earlier. You put this in a different package and... It's probably going. It's just you've got to you've got to live up to the standards of the one before yeah. it. I think that's what we have. We have the release from last year to compare to, and even releases before, and it doesn't fall in line with those releases. It is it is good though. Uh, undeniably, it is a really good rye whiskey. I would say this is one that, if it's a little pricey in a bar, go for it. Try it. I don't know if I would say try to camp out and you know what i mean oh no i i agree i would I say agree. try this in this a bar. isn't a get on the facebook group what does heaven hill have today no. and i try to <laughs> i wouldn't bunch up a bunch of bottles and trade for it on your you know your group yeah. or whatever i would try this at a bar and see what you think and it's going to be a good you're going to be happy but you're not going to be like oh this is you know whiskey of the or year. maybe you are i mean <laughs> honestly maybe, maybe that's your i'm not uh, saying you, that word you know? though i'm not saying the word Okay, fine. You don't have Not to. Not saying it. Maybe your experience is different from ours. That's, That's what I'm saying. Applying the word. Yeah. There's no barrel rings this week. Well, Bill. It's all right. Oh. Well, struck out. Can't can't hit a homer every at bat. I mean, it's um, only just the punching, and I'm sure he has on speed dial. It's just probably as easy as like. But uh, but if you do want to uh, send us a voicemail for our barrel ring segment, you can do so by calling a five nine four two eight eight two five three. That was actually beautiful. I think we could put it on the album. I think I shed a tear. I felt something in my pants. <laughs> oh, that's just your Crohn's. Oh. <laughs> the front side, not the back side. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I proof hot takes, though. Segment where we talk about something that has been bugging us. It's <laughs> been bugging me. <laughs> I can't. We've already... I put all my high proof hot takes on Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, let's skip it this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's fine. Tips and bits, though. Tips and bits. I finished One Piece. I yes, was halfway. I was I actually. Did too. I was actually episode five because we were talking. And I was trying to figure out where. I was. And so I was only one episode ahead of you. Yeah. Then. Um, I love this. I've posted about it already. Um, 
there is a scene towards the end. It's like the next oh. to last episode or right the end oh. of it. Because in oh. the in the manga, in the anime, and they in did this, it so they well. did it perfectly. It's oh. just it's the moment to where the team comes together and you get the chills that like these are badasses. And I loved it. Monkey D. Luffy. Monkey is, D. Luffy. Uh, he's so weird and fun and energetic. But when he gets serious. When he gets serious, you're like, oh. <laughs> they did it. God, he's so good in the show, they man. They broke the curse, like I said. like I knew that they did after the first couple of episodes. But finishing it out, this is 100% the best anime to live action adaptation I've seen. And I'm not even, I'm not counting like when the, the Japanese studio turns around and makes the same thing again. I'm talking about Netflix, you know, Western film and all this. They took it and they did it. The music is great. The scenery in this is beautiful. Like they took wacky things in the anime that I never thought would work and they made it work. And I also coming back um, from my comments last week, I really actually did by the end of the season come along, come around to, excuse me, both Arlong and uh, Usopp. Usopp. I think Usopp had the best progression he, of the more, to the like. more the episodes go on, the more he does lie, and you're like, okay. It's he, like, yeah, that's the point. That's what you're it. supposed to be doing. Yeah, he got it. And it's supposed to be big and boisterous and funny, and and you're like, I see what's going on here. And that final story that he's telling in the last episode is so... It's so good. And then when it's so much Luffy, fun. like, that's him. Like he, He's like, yeah! Three cheers for Captain Usopp. Yeah. Oh. So good, man. Uh, Arlong, Arlong, I've completely forgot about him being so like giant lock in the anime because well that was my problem with him that's what i'm saying yeah. like but the character the guy playing i guess the actor playing arlong did such a good job of making him such a asshole he's very intimidating that you forget that he's you know maybe he doesn't look that big but i mean they did it i cannot wait for season two um it's just such a great, it's a great, you, it's a great show. I know that there are a million things to watch and listen to and read. Do you think that you'll go back and rewatch this season? On Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. I think I will too. I think I, think I, I just I got will. so much joy from well, it. Well, I, I kind of, I was texting you the other day and talking about wanting to reread Bleach from the beginning because there's a new season of Bleach, which and is And that ties really into my... Tips and bits um, as well. And I, I would love to go back and read One Piece because I've only read bits and pieces, just random stuff. Um, and I would love to sit down and just say, I'm going to start from chapter one of One Piece and read the current. Because the anime is on episode 1076 that's what you i think you said 77 last week so around that yeah something like in that. the 1070s <laughs> and i've watched every episode even the filler episodes i've watched it all it's it's honestly became one of my favorite animes of all time 
Um, and I would love to go back and read it just in rhythm with what, you know, no fillers, nothing else, and just see because, uh, just because. So, well, off the back of that, um, I read through the original 16 volume run of Dragon Ball this week. Yeah. The one that ends with the 23rd Tenkaichi Budokai. Mm hmm. The rush of serotonin and dopamine that I got reading that, first of all, reminded me why I fell in love with the series in the first place. And second of all, just reminded me of how much I love the original manga version of Goku. Yeah. Like, he's... he's. <sighs> I, as much as I appreciate an extrinsically motivated character, like somebody who just wants to do good for other people because that's what you should do, I love the message of the best thing you can do in life is continue to improve yourself until you've reached your goals. Put yourself in a negative pressure anti-gravity room and just <laughs> blast yourself until you become do some, strong. Do something that scares you. Do something yeah. that you could potentially fail at. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I will be very honest. Leading up to today, I have a lot of anxiety about getting a tattoo. Now look at you. And I, it's happened, and I'm very happy with it. But, I mean, it, it's so easy to just say, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Right. It's so easy to do that. But, Push pushing yourself is so it's so much more rewarding. Yeah. And it, you know it I I just know why Goku is such a formidable and and grounding character that people draw a lot of inspiration from. And the first 16 volumes of Dragon Ball are incredibly well paced yeah i mean i i literally got through them in three days i was gonna like, say the pacing of the manga in dragon ball and dragon ball z is a completely different animal than if you sat and watched the anime well see i i i'm at the point where i think i would rather read mm -hmm. the manga than than watch the anime but on the back side of that though i've been watching dragon ball z kai which i've never seen before and it takes out all the filler from all the thriller, original all, run. What do they say? All thriller, no. All thriller, no filler? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, it doesn't have the weird, like, side stories that are of no consequence to... And and that's how I prefer to experience it. And, like, I, w I got through the manga of Dragon Ball, and I was like, I want to watch Dragon Ball Kai. Yeah. I want that to be a thing. I don't, I don't know if it ever will be. Dragon Ball Z Kai was so... Um, uh, controversial for a while. There were so many hurdles that they had to go get over to yeah. put it out. But I mean, like I blew through the sand saga and in two episodes, they went from, we need to go to Namek to we're, we're almost to Namek. I was like, that's how it should be watched. That's the way to consume that, this. That traveling dynamic is such a God, long... They, they have so many filler... <laughs> that's like three filler episodes that are garbage. 
from back in the day, you had to wait a week in between everything. Yeah, exactly. Them, especially when exactly. You know, they started dubbing everything. Yeah. So I, I, I'm mostly like gushing over <laughs> what I, what I already love, but also kind of honing in on the best way that I have found to experience yeah. these things that I've already enjoyed. And yeah, it, it, it apparently is just when it's, when the fat is trimmed off <laughs> and I get to just watch it the way it was intentionally supposed to be watched or read the, the way it was intentionally or originally supposed to be read. So now that was some he's, Goku screaming yeah, up he's there. He's fighting Frieza up there. Um, so I, I'm I'm looking for the full. I'm looking for the right printed versions of Dragon Ball Z manga. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, it, I, I'll talk about it off air. It doesn't matter. But I'm I'm in pursuit of that right now. Um, I'm not jumping the trigger the way that I kind of did with yeah. the the box set that I got. Um, but and the, and on a completely different note, <laughs> um, Tyler Childers has a new album out today as of recording. It's seven songs. It's 28 minutes. It is a brisk listen. It is so good. Is it? It's I've listened to it twice today already. Nice. Um, and it's just uh, it's some of his best songwriting. Um, I, I think he's just an incredible yeah. person. Um, Kentucky boy, of course. Uh, we've already gone on long enough with this episode, so I won't wax too poetic, but, um, just very thankful to like be alive when this artist is writing music and, yeah. and um, being a voice. Yeah. It's an important thing. So you know what else is important? I do. Going to patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. There it is. Where you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month. But if you want bonus stuff, all the extra stuff, you can subscribe at the five dollar tier. And you get everything. You get this episode uncut, where some stuff was said that we can't say on air and we swore to secrecy. But that also helps us, helps us get more stuff, helps us get things to you. Pay some bills. Pay some bills. And we got a Patreon. Oh, sorry. We got a Discord. I already said Patreon. We got a Discord. We have a Patreon after talking about Patreon. We got a Patreon on a Patreon. I'm taking we my got, headphones off. I got sweaty, by the way. You're fine. Okay. We got a Discord. And if you're on the Patreon, you can get access to that where we're talking in there all the time. People are sharing stuff where we got crazy stuff happening in there. Um, if you want to get some merch, it's bourbonshop.threadless.com. If you want to get some Whiskey Mutant merch, it's whiskeymutant.myshopify.com. Do you have anything new coming out over there? At the I'm moment, working on or? it. I'm still working on it. Are you Do in you the have anything? Huh? I don't have anything new right now. Do I have anything new? No, I mean, like on your on your shop. Mm-mm. Do you need some help? For what? Getting like designs and money to buy the stuff no oh okay if it's money that i can't help i got the designs (laughs) i can't help with money (laughs) i got the designs i just gotta i gotta buy the stuff let me tell you i am notoriously bad with money (laughs) okay well no i've got the designs coming i just need to save up some money to put it on there so yeah that's why i use uh threadless because you don't have to pay for anything up front and everything just gets shipped to you from the actual uh producer so 
but yes, uh, look for that. Um, if you want to send an email, if you want to send us good time samples, send an email to yeah. uh, Burp. Nope. This is my bourbon this shop is my at gmail.com. I'm way off right today. I've got I've got off here. <laughs> <laughs> this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. Send us an email. Um, if you want to send us something, we'll send you the address where to send it. Or if you want us to pair something, do anything, review something, send it there. You can follow us on all social media at my bourbon pod. You can follow me at Whiskey Mutant. You can follow Perry at Peter 1792. You can go to YouTube where we put the video versions out of this. Um, there's tons of episodes you can watch on there there's uh live um lives that perry's done uh, perry goes live on instagram and then he also goes live on youtube yeah whenever i have good enough internet when he gets good to do internet. so actually oh two weeks from now two weeks youtube live streams will be back there we go you heard it here and next week we might be in not the most, not the perfect setup, not the way that things are going to be in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might be in the new studio. The new one? next week. Hmm. What do you think about that? I'm I'm ready. You tell me where to go. I know where it is. Well, yeah, you've got the address. Yeah, <laughs> I know where it is. Um, I'm just ready to. I'm, you're, I'm, you're tired of me, aren't you? You're tired of being here. No, actually, I love coming what if here. I just and busted it's... up the shelf. <laughs> I just flipped the table. You're tired of this. Aren't actually, you? it's a really nice. It's been a really nice mental health. <laughs> I'm the fight. It's been a really, really nice mental health break coming here. Um, but you're done. You're tired of it. No, I'm not. I'm okay. not tired at all. And actually, like. I like moving forward. I don't have any opposition to making this like a regular set for it. You know, whatever we need to do. I'm just here for you. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. And you can be here for us by liking, commenting, subscribing, writing letters, telling everybody about us, sharing the show with your friends. Share it. That's important. That's it. But that does it for this week. We love y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you so soon. But until next time, I'm Perry. I'm Aaron. And this is my bourbon podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You brought it back. I forgot about it. You brought it back. Are you done? Yeah. (laughs) Are you done crying, you asshole? (laughs) I'll give you something to cry about. Pussy baby. (laughs) You little piss baby. Oh, shit.